0: Okay, we're rolling again. I forget how hard it is to talk into a mic without having someone else conversing with you. And I am just always thoroughly impressed by the way people can talk and keep it concise because I'm a talker and I just say, I just keep talking and it's unnecessary just words to fill the space. So I'm practicing again. Take number three. Before I start every episode, I want to start with a little five minute appetizer irrelevant to what I'm talking about. So I listened to a podcast called Do You Fucking Mind with a girl named Alexis and she always starts with something called a brain fact. She is in a neuroscience program or was, I think she graduated, but she would have a five minute tidbit on something she learned and I felt like I learned a lot from that. It was usually irrelevant to whatever she was talking about, but it was a fun icebreaker into the episode. I'm copying her. Not really copying, but taking a spin on it. I'm in a clinical mental health program, and I think, one, everyone should go to therapy. I'm biased, but also it has reshaped the way I live my life, look at my life, and how nice is it that you have an hour to talk to someone and you can just talk about yourself. You don't have to talk to your friends. You don't have to, like, not that you know, your friends don't want to hear all of your problems, but sometimes it's nice to have a neutral party that you literally don't have to worry about asking, oh, my day was so bad, blah, 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 blah. How was your day? You can literally just say my day was so bad and talk all about that. I think it's helped me bounce ideas and kind of use it as a way, I guess, learn about different patterns in my life. I start to see these patterns and read these patterns and then make the change so I love therapy and I'm also biased because that's what I'm gonna be doing so you know just a little plug go to therapy keep me in, keep me in business and also you know do your work (laughs) anyways today's five minute appetizer I want to talk about something called the trans theoretical model of behavior change I call it the stages of change it kind of helped me recognize issues and patterns in my family specifically that You know, I can't make someone change and it gave me comfort because you can't force someone to change unless they actually want to change. The stages of this model include technically six, but I'm going to talk about five. First one is pre-contemplation. That's the not ready stage. People have a problem behavior. They don't recognize that it's affecting those around them and um, it's usually a quote unquote unhealthy behavior. Next step is contemplation. That's getting ready. People start to recognize, okay, maybe my behavior is not the healthiest and it is affecting other people around me. I'm not necessarily ready to change, but I do recognize, okay, maybe, maybe it's not just the people around me. Maybe it's also me. From there, you move into preparation. That's, okay, I'm ready. I recognize my behavior. I recognize that I should maybe make a change and I'm ready to make that change. From preparation, they'll move into action. Action is a current action that they're taking. A good example, I like to think about this, is going to therapy. They start to learn about the behavior. They start to learn healthier behaviors to put in place of this. And they continue to work and strengthen that healthier behavior. From this, people go into maintenance. So from their action stage, they learn different steps and different ways to help themselves, in creating a positive and healthy behavior change. Within maintenance, ideally it's, you know, lasts for a specific behavior throughout their life. And, of course, you might fall back into that preparation and action stage. You might fall back into contemplation where you think you're maintaining it, but you're actually not. And you kind of fall back into your unhealthy behavior and you go through the cycle again. The cycle is, I think of it in a circle. You move from each stage into the next and you might fall back to one and then moving again from each stage to the next. The final stage is termination. Personally I think there's always something that you're working on and if there's a specific unhealthy behavior that's taken in your life so far it's not necessarily just going to go away, Um, it might be easier to not fall back into. but. I think it's always going to be there. That's my personal opinion. Now, I did not make up this model, and I also, little me, who am I to say? But that's just my personal opinion. Anyways, I figured I would share this because it helped me in the idea that you can't really change people unless they're willing to change themselves. You can't really help people unless they're willing to help themselves. That is the stages of change on a very brief, very quick tidbit. A um, little appetizer, if you will. I figured I learned a lot of things in school, and I realize that sometimes I'll talk about it, and people around me have no idea what I'm saying, and whether they just kind of nod, smile, and wave, or um, sometimes they'll ask, What is that? What are you talking about? So I figured it'd be important. I, sure. my way. I was in the dark against it all, but made it through the because I found my way. I find my way In bad times, I know I'll be okay Cause I find my way, my way. I find my way Denver is a really cool place because everyone knows someone who moves to Denver And that's not a fact but I'm gonna say it's a fact. Like I can't prove it. I mean you just get thrown in group messages that's happened to me a lot of my friends i made because someone from jacksonville from charleston whatever was like oh my gosh my friend from blah 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 moved to denver like y'all should get together y'all should make grab drinks y'all would hit it off and or this person's looking for friends like y'all should hang out one day my friend hannah met someone in greece and now we're friends and it's just things like that it's an awesome way to connect with people and most likely if your friends are friends with them you're gonna be able to get along with them and you might not be close with them but it's it would be an easy like you already have a shoe-in of a connection and that's not even that's not like to date like it's not that serious it's just I'm always looking for more friends I love meeting new people and it's fun when you get together with someone and you can make these connections and whether that continues to last and build into a friendship or it's just a one-time meet up like it's a cool touch of home the situation i'm about to explain was a similar situation now i'm not gonna share his name because i don't want to like blast him on this we were putting a group message at the beginning of summer you'd hit it off even if it's just like as friends whatever and i didn't think anything of it because i have so many friends that's happened to me with close friends like very good friends and relationships that I can't imagine now not having. And I've also been done that for people that have moved to other places. We meet up and hit it off. It was super fun. We had a lot in common and in my head, I'm like, sweet. Well, he's cool. Like, I mean, I know I'm not trying to date anyone. It's the beginning of summer. I love my friends. I love my community. I love being by myself, busy with work. Like I have a lot going on. And I, so I wasn't really thinking much of like, it's going to get serious. But I did think like, oh, he's new to Denver, he needs friends, so I'll just invite him to places and not in like a weird way, just kid just moved here, like, I'm assuming he doesn't have that many friends. Started inviting him to places, we hang out a couple more times, go on some dates, but pretty casual. And all of a sudden he like gets kind of weird about it. We chatted out, he was like, I thought you wanted to date. I was like, why? I don't really know you. I just thought you were new and you needed friends, so that's why i was inviting you, but like it's not that serious, so we established like, yo, let's just be friends, I got a lot going on, you got a lot going on, like, no harm, no foul, all good, so I was like, sweet, well, I have a cool friend, and he's friends with a lot of my people who don't live in Denver, so kind of refreshing and a nice, once again, touch of home, anyways, I thought we were on the same page, we established, we're just, we're good, we're homies, played soccer with him once with some of his friends, like nothing too serious. Well, I'm not sure exactly what he was telling his friends, but they must have gotten a different idea or maybe I was just explained wrong or they weren't filled in. It was one of those situations where they treated me different than I was expecting to be treated. There's discomfort around people, and it has more to do with what you think they think of you rather than what you actually think of them. I mean, everyone has an idea and a definition of themselves in their head, and other people have ideas and definitions of of themselves and of of others in their head as well. And sometimes when they're misaligned, there's discomfort, and it can be almost tangible, that discomfort. Here it goes. We're going to talk about it. And I want to preface this by saying... This isn't one of those earth-shattering moments in your life. It was a small movement. So I'd already mentioned um, I had been put in a group message with this guy. We'd gone on a couple of dates, and we got to a point where we were like, well, let's pump the brakes. I thought we were on the same page. Everything was good. I had played soccer with him at this field um, in Denver where you just sign up on an app it's super nice because it's non-committal basically and you can go pretty much any night that you want without having to commit to six eight ten a week league and a couple of my friends who live here who I played soccer with in college also have played at this pickup league and it's super fun and it's easy and it's a good time I'd already gone with this guy or once and met his friends and it was like once again very very casual we'd already talked about like yo let's just be friends like pump the brakes i don't know you that well like I will, i'm not trying to date you met his friends already they seemed nice it was normal it was casual i didn't think much about it a couple weeks passed and i hadn't seen this guy in a few weeks like we hadn't really talked and this was i want gonna say it was the week after fourth of july or maybe two weeks after fourth of july it was in july at some point so We hadn't seen each other really talked in a while, and I was like, you know what, I'm back in town, I wanna go play soccer. Is that weird if I show up? I was telling my roommate Rachel, I was like, I just don't wanna be creepy, I don't wanna be that girl that's like, oh hey, like didn't know I'd see you here, kinda just doing things to get in front of this guy. I literally wanted to go play soccer, and my roommate Rachel was like, Jen, you're not creepy. Everything's normal, why would he think that? you like playing soccer, just go play. It's not that big of a deal, just go. And I was like, you're right, you are totally right. Thank you for regrounding me, you're right. A couple of my friends were gonna go. My friends ended up not being able to come last second, so I was like, you know what, I'll still go. I was nervous, but I get nervous before I play soccer anyways. Like I always got nervous before practice and games, and I like get an excited nervous. I drive over there, the setup of this field is, there's two 5v5 fields. And the only thing that separates the parking lot and the field is this fence. You park right next to the field, essentially. So I'm getting out and I see his friends. For the sake of this story and no confusion, I'm going to just name the guy I'm talking about. Let's name him Mike. And then the friends, I'll just name him friend one and two. So I show up. I park. But it's a super small complex. It's in the middle of a parking lot. So I pull up and my car is maybe 10 feet from the field. The only thing that separates the parking lot from the field is a fence. So it's not like, like if you had a conversation, you can perfectly hear everyone that's talking. It's not like it's a big wall. And I get out and the first two people I see are friend one and two. I'm like, sweet, well, this is nice. Like last time I played with these guys, they seemed really sweet and honestly kind of nice. Mike's not here and I'll just play with these guys. They seem fun i get out of my car and i look over and i'm like i kind of smiled and waved and all i see is them friend one like kind of taps friend two and he points over at me and they both look over at me and then kind of roll their eyes as if i'm like i don't even know it's like oh here we go here's this girl again like that already starts me off i'm like whoa what the fuck like clearly we're not on the same page because I don't know why that reaction would be happening towards me, considering I haven't talked to their friend in probably a week or two, and also, like, what? Never had that reaction from people. First of all, how cute is it that boys think they're so sneaky when they talk about someone? I'm like, you're 10 feet from me. I can fucking hear every word you're saying. It's just, like, so oblivious and kind of ignorant. Well, great. You know what? You're already here. Just walk in, check in, like, go to the bathroom, take a second, and play one game you can leave whenever you want just play a game you showed up you like soccer just don't let these people dictate that so walked in check in i'm also the only girl in this complex like i said i had been there before so some guys kind of looked familiar but went to the bathroom like looked at my stuff in the mirror and i was you're gonna play soccer you're good at soccer you like soccer like don't let these little guys shift your decision So I walk back out, I put my cleats on, I'm like waiting, it's, it's more of like a pickup style, so you kind of wait until people ask you if you want them to, or if you want to join their team, or you can create a team with people around you, but, so I kind of waited for the games to be over, and at this point I still have not been acknowledged by the friends. (laughs) So finally, like, 10 minutes goes by, maybe 15, they finally get to a point where they're like walking towards me, and they have to acknowledge me. I wave, I'm like, hey guys, and they're like, oh, whoa, hey. I'm like what's up? Like, how was y'all's weekend? We kind of cut up. They're like, what'd you do? What'd y'all do? This and that. So we're all chatting and I, they go, hey, do you know where Mike is? No. In my head, I'm like, why the hell would I know where Mike is? Like, I'm not his keeper. I don't keep tabs on him, but I didn't say that. I was like, no, I, I, I don't know. Um, I figured he'd be here. They're like, oh, weird. We haven't heard from him either. Over the next like few minutes, the conversations all talking about Mike this, Mike that. It's like, I'm like, in my head why is this guy coming up so much in our conversation me and his friends have a lot in common why do we need to talk about Mike I'm already a little bit like this is weird and uncomfortable I guess and we're talking I have no even no clue what I'm even talking about but we were all chatting and they had all been up in the mountains together and so and also they like they're like all best friends of course they talk every day they all know what's going on in each other's lives just like me and my friends and all of a sudden as if I'm not standing there friend one looks at friend two and goes oh my gosh like did Mike tell you how nervous he was for his date last night like and I'm sitting there in my head thinking why is this coming up this was so random it felt really pointed and intentional the way that the guy is saying this and So, the friend he's talking to is sitting there, like, eyes kind of wide, like, dude, why the fuck are you talking about this right now? And in my head also, I'm like, of course he knows. Like, why are you bringing this up? It's very unnecessary, I would say. So, so I'm sitting there just watching soccer as if I am deaf and I have no clue what's happening. So, he goes, like, friend one's like, dude, like, he was so nervous and I just... I told him, bro, like, bag it. That's fucking dope. Like, hell yeah. Like, what am I supposed to say? Like, sick, bro. Like, very much locker talk, but not... The comment was irrelevant to any conversation, and it just came out of nowhere. So I kind of sat there for a second and realized, wow, these guys think exactly what I hope they didn't. The things I told Rachel before I left is exactly what they thought of me. And... Oh, gosh. I took a breath. I like watched soccer for a few more minutes, got up and grabbed my phone and acted like I took a phone call, came back in, took off my cleats, put my shoes on, grabbed my shit and legit ran to my car. And as I'm running out, they're like, where are you going? And I was like, oh shoot. Like someone came up for work. I got to go. And I went home and cried. And I haven't cried because of what someone said to me in a really long time. Like usually it's I saw a cute dog walking or like a sad song played or I don't know I I haven't cried because someone's been like intentionally mean probably since it felt maybe high school I don't, I usually don't care I feel like I'm in a place where I don't have the time I don't have the energy to invest into comments like that and it usually just goes in one ear and out the other and especially from people I don't really know it's like I would never take advice from you I don't know why I would be upset about something you said about me and but I did realize that I was just super embarrassed I don't know this one felt a lot different I was hurt and it felt like who I claim to be and who I um, kind of like try and live my life to be was challenged Uh, I started to go down the rabbit hole, as one does, about what's being said about me, what isn't being said about me, why why are they saying these things, why do they feel like they need to be saying things and prove a point when I have made no action to feel like I deserve that. And also, why are you hanging out with people who make comments just to put someone else down? Once again, talking about this out loud feels like something really small and irrelevant, like it's not that big of a deal, but it it made me question who I was or I guess who I thought it was and how I portrayed myself to be in front of other people. I feel like I just, like a train that got knocked off its tracks. It didn't matter if it was like boys or girls, I felt like I was back on the playground and kids were just being really mean for no reason. I remember that weekend, that was a Thursday night, I remember I was like, I need to figure out how to get back to myself. Like, How do I get back to the things I know to be true? it was such a small event in the grand scheme of things, but for some reason it, it really threw me off. And I think for multiple reasons, it challenged, challenged how I presented to the world. Um, It also challenged just like, I don't think I'm a very creepy person. I also think I'm someone who is easy to get along with. Um, I have a ton of guy friends. I have a ton of girlfriends. Like I have a ton of people in my life that I don't feel like I'm weird. And then also, A lot of my friends out in Denver I got put in a group message with and they're some of my closest friends now and I've made friends through their friends like Denver is one of those melting pots where there's so many people from different areas and I feel like I've run into a lot of people who they know someone I know and so I realized you know what Jen like Fuck that, you're not gonna be around people who A, make you feel bad, B, make intentionally hurtful comments and whether it wasn't intentional, I don't even know. I I just haven't, it felt mean and it felt pointed and I don't have people like that in my life anymore and I used to when I first moved here Um, and I just don't have time and I don't have energy for it. So it was one of those moments where I kinda stepped back, reset and realized I don't like that feeling. What are some things I know to be true? I like being outside. I like being around friends. I like chips and salsa. I like eating chips and salsa with my friends. I like live music and being around people I love and being around people who make me feel more like myself. That's exactly what I did that weekend. I caught up with an old friend from college who was visiting Denver. I hadn't seen him in probably four or five years. I... Grab dinner with Keenan, and whenever we're having either a really hard day or we have something to celebrate, we always go to the same Mexican place. Um, and so, went there with Keenan, and we ran into some of our other girlfriends. And it was just that reminder of like, wait, I have people in my life, whether I see them a ton or I don't hang out with them a ton, but I have people that I can connect with that make me feel good about myself and don't make me question who I am and how I present myself. That weekend, I woke up early to go hiking with friends and the best part of that is I woke up to a you up text at 3am fucking classic I'm like who knows what this guy is telling his friends so I have my read receipts on mainly to help me because I'm awful at texting uh-huh. but read it deleted his text deleted his fucking number because I'm like I get he wasn't there but you're hanging out with people who are like just rude I don't even know idea of how the words they say and the way they treat people affect people it's unfortunate and I feel like I used to have some people like that in my life and I realized that's not the type of person I want to be and that's not not the type of people I want to surround myself with and so I don't kind of a tangent on that one I went and saw the Avett brothers with some of my friends and then the next night was like F it, 20 minutes before the show, went and saw them again. And it was one of those weekends that reminded me of who I am. I had conversations that challenged me. I was surrounded by people who enjoyed my presence. I recalibrated myself. Um, I spent time by myself as well. And honestly, from that experience, it's the reason that I had the idea to do this podcast, to kind of change gears instead of just working and talking with athletes, but talking with people where your identity and how you define yourself and what you define yourself by is questioned or is challenged or is changed. And I'm really thankful this moment happened. It was it was also the moment I realized holding onto one identity of yourself can be dangerous. I'm not upset with this guy or his friends. Um, like I said, I'm pretty grateful I was able to spend the weekend defining who I am for myself reminding myself, I'm a friend, I'm a good one at that. I enjoy being outside, I enjoy live music, and there's so much more than me than what these random ass boys think they know. So I guess my takeaway is when you get off track and when you know who you are feels challenged and uncomfortable, go back to what you know to be true. What are the things that you know recalibrate yourself? What are the things that you know you enjoy When no one else is there, it's so easy to talk about how frustrating it is when people are mean. Like, what's the point of being intentionally rude? Also, it's one of those moments you can think back and be like, their opinion of me really doesn't matter. I mean, everyone's going to have their own opinion based on what they want to think about someone and what they hear and what they want to hold to be true without forming their own opinions. And it's easy to get caught up in that. And I did get caught up in that and it's easy to fall into that trap. My friends and I always talk about this with dating. I a lot of times get caught up in, oh, I wonder what they think about me. I wonder if they're thinking about me. I wonder if they want to text me and this and that. And I'm like, I finally had a... I finally had a moment one day and I was like, no, what do I think about them? Like, how do they make me feel? How do they challenge me? Do they make me feel insecure? Do they make me feel excited? Do they make me feel nervous? Like. Do they have things that they're working on? And this was one of those moments where I needed that reminder. And I'm grateful for that because I was uprooted. And then I feel like I'm even more grounded now because of that than than I was before.